Escorted by Colonel Tariq Alhamza into the exclusive military parade grounds, Katerina Kuczynski passes through several security checkpoints. By the time they settle into their seats in the VIP section, they are ten minutes late. The opening ceremonies have already begun. Without explanation, Colonel Hamza excuses himself to sit with friends several rows below. This actually pleases her. Now she won't have to make small talk with her former jailer. The military reviewing stands consist of three separate concrete bleachers, each containing approximately 100 rows with 75 folding chairs in each row. The bleachers are filled to capacity. The front row of the VIP section is separated from the parade grounds by a five-foot-high red granite wall. It serves as a security barrier to protect the country's top dignitaries and their guests. In the two other sections sit lower echelon Egyptians, along with members of the local and foreign press. Only one photographer is outside the center reviewing stand. He is crouched in front of the granite wall, taking photographs of the dignitaries. And then she spots him. Egyptian President Anwar Sadat, seated only 23 rows below her. She aims her camera at the back of his head. The auto advance fires off three shots. Click, click, click. Well, Colonel Hamza did say she would meet him, but this is actually more than she ever expected. She trains the telephoto lens on him and hopes he will deign to turn his head. He seems only a few feet away, close enough to touch. Whenever the burly men on either side of him speak, they must crane their necks to make eye contact with him. As she peers through the lens, scrutinizing his large ears, black hair, and his regal head emerging from his ostentatious military uniform, Katerina cannot believe that the 1978 Nobel Peace Laureate and Time's Man of the Year is less than 100 feet away. Katerina also shoots the tanks, armored personnel carriers, artillery pieces, and rocket launchers rumbling by in front of the reviewing stands. Daddy, a former World War II gunnery officer, will enjoy them. Next, she shoots a platoon of goose-stepping soldiers marching like Nazis. Katerina snaps on a wide-angle lens and photographs the people in front of her, sitting on gunmetal folding chairs. She snaps back on the zoom lens and focuses again on Sadat. The man to his immediate left is Vice President Hosni Mubarak. She doesn't recognize the man on Sadat's right. It is now 1.15 p.m. The Egyptian sun is directly overhead, unkind to photography. Only 24 hours have elapsed since Katrina's arrival in this friendly, congested country. Strange things have happened. She has been falsely arrested for plotting to assassinate the president, and yet now... Here she sits a stone's throw from that very president, watching him through the crosshairs of her telephoto lens. Let's face it, there are benefits to being a pretty woman, so long as you can manage to fend off the single-minded predators. She thinks about one in particular, Alex Goodman. What's the real deal with that guy? Katerina aims her lens down at her escort, Colonel Hamza, ten rows in front of her. According to him, this is the eighth annual military parade that commemorates Egypt's great victory in the 10th Ramadan, also known as the Yom Kippur War. She has diplomatically refrained from asking Colonel Hamza the obvious question, what victory? The Israelis crushed the Egyptians. 
Suddenly, a squadron of supersonic Mirage jets screams by overhead wingtip to wingtip, spewing out exhaust in red, green, black, and gold. The colors of the Egyptian flag. The deafening din makes her wince.